0: crudely drawn swords an actual play podcast about horses and the hawks who ride them oh no we're entering (laughs) a phase now dear listeners
1: snow horses
2: unfortunately there's going to be a lot of promoting a a quite affordable magazine actually about horses that you can find (laughs) at insert email address
0: here so riding Zerleg, the tall pale stallion we have Tristan T. Wilde the Bard. Riding Den Lugin, the Grey Gelding, we have. Percival Cleft, the Paladin. Riding Mouna, the jennet,
3: we have. Banbury Lutz, the Boy Witch.
0: Named, uh, not Banbury Lutz, the jennet is named for the short spear that the Spanish riders used to use in war, particularly <laughs> when they're fighting against the Moors, the Geneta.
1: This is now the History of Horses
4: podcast. This particular season is going to be an education.
0: Finally, riding Sudrinzum, the black, majestic horse, we have...
1: Enigma, Enigma,
0: Enigma, Enigma. Enigma, Enigma. What is she? Who knows? And also we have Sangui, which is the name of your pack horse. They're brown and white, and their name translates as not mentioned. (laughs) So, when last we saw our heroes, you were riding with two guides from the riding people... Kun and here Sedaltai, brother and sister, and you had been riding through the desert, having a lovely old time, when you slightly stumbled across a body. You were attacked by members of another clan of the riding people. Oh shit! Yeah, we were. Who had a disagreement with the Don Horse clan, who you're traveling with, and then. The body that you'd found was a member of the Dunhorse clan and someone who had been doing some work for Here and Kuhn to do with some diplomatic plans they're putting into motion. And as all this happened, you realised that there were hounds behind you. And so that was some bad news that came up and Banbury went to investigate and was able to see the dust rising. They are a distance away, but the Hounds of the Southern Ice are definitely following you. You travelled on, and in the night, settled down to camp. Percy had cast his warding spell to protect everyone from any possible danger. And yet, when the second watch, which I believe was Bambry and Tristan... Yes! Classic Tristan! ...went to wake the third watch, which was Hunan here they discovered the body of their friend.
3: I mean, not our friend. Not <laughs> their your friend. friend. So the people that are asleep, their friend, their dead friend is here and Tristan and banbury have found the body and they're not awake yet. And that's how we left it. Yeah. So they might not even know their friend's going to be turning up. Let's be honest.
0: Manichurin's body is right beside theirs. Why? When you left him a long way back.
2: Oh, okay, cool. It isn't something we've forgotten we've done.
0: (laughs) No, it's not someone you... You didn't like go, oh, we'll just bring this corpse along, no. It's like this, guys, I'm
2: like, this'll be a laugh. Grab that body, stash it, and then tonight, <laughs> let's lay
3: it next to them and see what they do. This is going to be a wicked funny. Just drape one yeah. arm over so they're having a little snuggle. Oh,
2: cupping their buttocks. <laughs> and then just all act like we don't know it's there, like we did. Maybe even act like we don't see it when they're freaking out.
0: Yeah, so you go over to where they are, and you're going to wake them, and you spot this dead body lying in the sagebrush beside them. Which of you was going to wake them up?
3: I feel like Tristan canonically never wakes anyone up after his watch ends or anything happens. That's true.
0: And also
1: just does it by stroking people's faces.
3: I'll hide the
2: body. Bambri, you go and wake them up. Where are you going to hide it? I'm going to bury it in sand. I'm like a desert fox. I'll scrabble with my front hands. I was going to say my front feet.
3: Wait, 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 wait. Just, Just don't touch that. All right. Let's see if it was dragged in here or what's happened. Fine. Let's, before we wake them up and say we've done a terrible job, let's figure out what happened. How about that?
2: Okay, that's fine. But I'm going to start gathering rocks in preparation for a sky burial. <laughs> <laughs> Good
0: work.
3: <laughs> right, Bambri going to go and have a look and see if it looks like the body was dragged in here and see if there's any tracks in the sand or whatever kind of ground we're in. That's the way Tristan
2: goes to get the rocks. And I'm my feet are kicking all over the place. <laughs> oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: made a sandcastle by his feet.
0: Okay, so you're kind of like around the area searching the ground... And
3: uh, I'm looking for footprints, or if yeah. or like a body is heavy, If you you have to drag it. Oh yeah, definitely. Or did someone lift it up and put it here? So, give me a discern
0: realities.
3: Uh, ch- 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 ooh, fancy new character oh, sheets good. that I forgot we had.
0: Yeah, which means that you should be able to just click on discern realities. Or won't be able to if we've
3: not updated them correctly. I thought it was just a wisdom thing, so I've just rolled wisdom. Well, that works as well. Uh, on which I get an eight.
0: Okay, an intermediate success, which gives you... Justin blocking the (laughs) way. Gives you one of the questions. I'm just finding the question list. Yeah, so you have what happened here recently, what's about to happen, what should I be on the lookout for, what here is useful or valuable to me.
3: Okay, so what happened here recently is what I'm trying to establish, because this body has appeared since we started taking the watch.
0: As you look around it, the ground most places has, like, animal tracks and stuff. But around this body, in one direction, it's been kind of swept quite flat. And if you trek out a little way further from there, you can see some, like, really big dog footprints. Like, really big.
3: Okay, so were the hounds sort of southern ice, were they bigger than the average dog? Does it look like it's that kind of? Yeah, they were, they were pretty big. Right, Tristan, stop. Put that down. Okay. Right, so I think the dogs that were tracking us have dragged him in here. Right. So should we just drag it back out? Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just easier, isn't it? Yeah. Let's just drag it. I don't want to get these guys upset, frankly.
2: <laughs> well, in fairness, I have gathered all these rocks, so let's take him out of way. I'll pile all the rocks on him; and they'll just think it's a rock feature.
3: Wait a minute. So you want to drag a corpse into the cold, dark desert, where there's definitely hunting hounds, and then walk back over here, pick up every rock, and keep making little trips? Hold on. I've got a
1: plan. It's not much of a sky burial if they're dogs.
2: Yeah, Ben, I am going to use my Canon super Tristan bat-like hearing to see if I can hear anything out in the desert that sounds dog-like.
0: You did have bat-like hearing, didn't you? Yeah. Send
2: out your beep. Oh yeah, I'm going to send out a single guitar strum (laughs) and see what it
0: bounces back. Okay, so you strum your guitar. Yeah, I do. And the sound reaches out through the night. You don't hear it bounce off anything in the distance. Mm. Uh, here sits up and goes, "What's happening? Uh, that was—it wasn't a loud strum. It's a subtle one." Oh, you dickhead!
2: Struggle face, struggle face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna jump in front of her and start playing a song while Bambi drags the body. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Oh, it's the morning time coming up soon. I hope you're feeling refreshed." We're going to go zoom on your horses.
3: (laughs) Uh, Bambi's just going to try and roll the body away in the background.
0: Tristan's musical endeavours, she's kind of just looks very confused. I'm getting all up in her grill. And after a minute, Coon wakes up and he's just absolutely pissing himself. He's like, this is the funniest thing he has (laughs) ever heard.
3: Well, he's going to have a shock to the system when he sees his dead friend in a second. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, there's, there's potentially some
2: cognitive dissonance in, in line here. I'm going to now jump in his face. I want to sing
0: and put them back to sleep. <laughs> I, they are the next watch, so wow. he's kind of saying, Ah, you want us to take watch, hey, Tristan? Very good, very good. Uh- <laughs> Oh, okay, come and have some breakfast first. So
2: everything's secure around the camp, is it? Oh, everything is top-notch. Here, have some eggs.
0: <laughs> also, and Enigma, feel free to be woken up by Tristan loudly singing.
2: They are asleep. I was wooing them to sleep too.
4: Yeah, no, I'm a heavy sleeper. <laughs> <sighs>
0: yeah, <laughs> great. And um, Burnbury, how's, how's your body dragging going?
4: Oh, he's trying to roll it. He's
3: not going to try and drag. He doesn't have the upper body strength to drag. He's going to get underneath and and roll. Just, you know, flop it onto its front. Like a dead body kind of wheeze noise comes out of it. He then flops up again. Its arm flails and probably hits Enigma.
1: Oh. Shh. 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 Banbury, what are you doing with that dead
3: body?
2: Shh.
3: I'm going to stroke her face with the dead, the the corpse's hand. Shh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I learned this from Tristan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so when uh, when Enigma says that, Kia turns round, and Kina uh, is still watching Tristan's antics and having a lovely time. Excellent. And then Kia just silently like reaches out and grabs his shoulder, and when he looks at her, she points over at Bambury dragging this body over Enigma. I'm gonna turn around. <gasps> Bambury, what the hell? What?
3: You told me to do this. You said it would upset them.
2: What the? Oh, my God. Guys, I'm so sorry. Don't look. What are you playing at? How did you kill him? <laughs> and then I'm going to wink at him. Go along with it, okay?
3: Oh, where did this body in my hands come from? I hope no one knows it. Let's not look too. <laughs> Why did you
0: drag that body with a spam? <laughs> so, kids immediately on her feet and goes over and says, What? What is Manon doing here?
3: Why is he here? Why, here? You... Yeah, what? What am I doing? I could have summoned flying monkeys to get rid of this. I didn't have to do physical exercise. <laughs> ah.
1: Do you normally use monkeys to take the bins out and stuff? Then.
3: Yeah. Ah. Huh. Yeah. I assume Banbury
0: solves almost every problem with monkeys. Bin monkey. And uh, here said, we left him. We left him miles ago. Why is he here? I don't know.
3: Maybe he missed you. Did you bring him? What did I bring him? No, the dogs bore him. The dogs? Yeah, the the dogs that were tracking us. They've just dragged him in. They're just trying to mess with our heads. Some of those dogs can talk, you know. (laughs) Hoon comes over and he says... "Raggy." Well...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hoon says... It sounds to me like we have a problem. Why are dogs bringing our friend's body here? Cats are crap at it.
3: Because they're trying to mess with your head. I'm sure we explained this all in the pub. Didn't no one tell you we've got a psychopath hunting us with a bunch of hunting dogs? Because they should have mentioned that at the off.
0: Yes, but did you not see or hear anything? Who was on watch? Uh,
3: well... Tristan was.
0: Huh? <laughs> no, Bambry said, um, I should
2: keep an eye... I've only I've only got little eyes.
3: <laughs> oh. Because I'm a child.
2: <laughs> Bambry said, look over this way for a minute, and then he said he was doing something, and then I looked round and he's just dragging a body into the desert.
0: Um... <laughs> he looks at you, and
3: She's like, they are quite beady. Yeah, thanks. That some people have called me sullen and sunken. I, I I like to think of them as little coal shoots. She's nodding at that. Yes, I can see why. Yeah. Yes, yeah, very sullen. See,
0: very bad eyes.
3: So can I stop? They're not bad eyes. Can I stop rolling your friend away? It's not
0: really a dignified burial for him.
3: Uh. Oh, no, no, no. We've got that sorted.
2: Tristan, pass me a rock. Uh, may I help, m'lady? I'm going to hand her an armful of rocks here. We find the sky burial package is uh, <laughs> quite accommodating.
0: Of course, but he was given to the That was how we left him, and now he's come back. Hmm. I know, I realise that I seem to have... Uh...
2: I seem to be covering them in earth to make it a sky burial. I appreciate that's not right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Almost the opposite in a way, Tristan.
3: It could not be more opposite, m'lady. Um I think it's probably a language barrier thing. We don't speak your tongue.
2: <laughs> yeah. Could I interest you in a rock burial? For a modest
0: fee, we can provide a musical kind of send-off. And this is what constitutes the rock burial? Is rock a kind of music where you come from? <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's a very clever pun. So, basically, we'll cover him in rocks, Percy will say a few words, I'll sing a few tunes, and you pay us, and we go. But we're all going together. We're your guides. Mm, yeah, but this is an extra service on top.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as you caused our original funeral arrangements to fall through, it seems to me that, really, what we should be doing is worrying about... Hounds that can walk into our camp completely unnoticed and leave a dead body.
3: I mean, that's, that's on Percy. Like, let's all agree. Is Percy still asleep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See him? Yeah. That was his fault. He's in charge of security. Like, we work for him. If me and Tristan have failed, really... It's his failure as our manager.
2: <laughs> I will non-committedly shrug. I'm not agreeing, but I'm not disagreeing. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so are we just throwing rocks at a body then? No,
2: no,
3: no, no.
0: It's fine. Uh. <laughs> well, no, no. In fairness, the body is still kind of half stacked on you unless you've like slithered your way out. Probably slithered my way out. <laughs> yeah, I, that makes sense.
3: From faraway plains in Simeon cities, come through the portal and fly, my pretties. Uh-oh. This is going to be an actual sky burial.
2: is <laughs> <laughs> it little Tam. I'm going to give her a high five as she flies past.
3: I know she's busy. I know she's working.
0: Yeah, so Bambri awakens the monkeys. Yep,
3: yeah, so with a full success, uh, there's a loud thundercrack and then three flying monkeys. Uh, one, a gorilla. <gasps> yes. One, a golden lion tamarind, yeah. was it? yeah. And one baboon fly out. Yes. Uh, Bambury kind of indicates the corpse and they look like this is a common theme. And the three of them pick it up and just fly off into the distance. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to say some words. Coon says, he was a good friend
0: and an honorable man. And I shall miss him, but I hope he doesn't come back again. I think we've seen enough of him. Now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell, Manon.
2: The end. <laughs> I, I even played some music for you
1: there, Coon. Tamarind.
2: Why did you
0: say tamarind?
1: Because <laughs> I said tamarind because he said it was the end. The tamarind. Uh, and I thought he was going to carry on playing and it just became a bit odd.
3: <laughs>
0: anyway, tamarinds, eh?
3: When she's nervous about dead people, she makes poor jokes.
0: Also, when she's not, I've noticed, <laughs> Very. Uh, she tries very hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's still, it's probably like 4 or 5 AM. It's a while off sunrise yet, but everyone apart from Percy seems to be a little bit awake by this point, I would imagine. I don't know if Percy has stirred and- No. No. I mean, if it's the last watch,
2: me and Ben, we might as well go to sleep. Yep. Yeah, well, night night. You uh, you do a better job than those last guys. Yep. Yeah, you enjoy role playing with yourself, Ben. Night night.
0: <laughs> Hean says, wait a moment. Let's just see if we can... What's what's the correct response to giant hunting dogs appearing in our camp? Apart from getting the horses to safety, of course.
3: Well, they didn't mold us to death, so I assume they're, they're, maybe it was a peace offering. Maybe it's like when your cat brings you in a mouse and it's like, look at this cool mouse. They're probably like, oh, look at this cool corpse. And we've looked at it and then we've flown it away. Job done, we're going to sleep. Realistically, it's not mine and Tristan's problem now. Mm. It's yours. Although... If you can try and keep the noise down.
2: I mean, you have just started a kind of game of fetch, possibly.
3: (laughs) Yeah, in in fact, if we listen quietly... Ben, is there any noise out on the plains where we are?
0: Um, The wind is blowing through the brush. You can hear maybe a bird that sounds like a nightjar of some kind. It's got that low kind of... There are crickets and grasshoppers, because it's now kind of mid to late spring, so you can hear the kind of night insects. Um, so there is a certain amount of noise, yeah, it's not... Cicadas. Yeah, the kind of susurrus background yes.
3: noise. Bambri's going to put his finger to his lip and his hand to his ear to indicate everyone should be quiet and listen, and then he's going to think and end his spell, and after a good 10 seconds in the distance, there's just a loud, wet thud. <laughs> well there we go job done night night probably more noticeable
0: there's also like a crack of thunder as various monkeys vanish back into their monkey dimension (laughs) it seems like that was quite far away you can't hear hounds but you know they must have caught up with you and Kuhn says we can keep watch with the bows but This seems dangerous. I think this is a problem that we need to solve before we get closer to our people.
3: Yeah, but if you wake Percy, he's going to be cranky all day. Mm. So, weigh it up. Shoot some dogs, maybe? Cranky old man. Tell him in the morning. (sighs) Again. We're tired. We've had a long watch. And our time is done. A long watch in which... What did you do during this watch? Uh,
2: We tried to hide the body from you to save all this.
3: Yeah. Think about what we've done for you,
2: your emotional support. Now, shh, it's sleepy time. Look, we don't think the dogs will be back this evening. If they are, I'm a very light sleeper. Just come over, get into bed with me, kind of gently wake me up, explain the situation, and
3: then we'll kick into action. In fact, no, we've we've not slept that much. Wake Percy. If the dogs come back, wake Percy. He'll deal with it. Just let us rest.
0: He says? Said- off you go then. You go and rest. Here we'll keep watch. I will see what I can find on our path. He see him go over to his horse and get on. And then there's a cracking sound in the air and they've disappeared.
3: I feel like he's just run away, Tristan.
2: Mm, I don't know. He's, if it was just us, I'd say yes. I think he's...
0: I think he's
1: tired of your bullshit.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: I think we're all tired of our bullshit, which
2: is why we want to go to sleep. Yeah, and as Banbury totters off to sleep, I'm going to go and keep the watch with uh, my lady friend. Here. Nice. <laughs> Clever. Tristan planned it all along. <laughs> He's not even tired. Look, I'm going to show Banbury, look, I'm not even tired. And show my <laughs> eyes. But he can see that I'm actually more tired than I realise. Like when a child starts to act up. Are you overtired? I'm overtired, and I'm actually looking a little crazy.
0: <laughs> Here is, uh, she's sitting with her back to the fire, looking out into the night. Oh, I wasn't going to do, like, a whole conversation. And she's just sharpening her arrows. Ooh. And she sharpens one, places it in the ground,
2: sharpens the next. Actually, I've got an even better plan. I'm going to sneak up behind her and just lay all my arrows in a pile next to hers and then sort of sneak away.
0: (laughs) And then she just sharpens them all. All right, so, uh... A while later, the sun starts to creep over the horizon in the east. It's kind of a bit hazy, and it sort of creeps out through low cloud. It doesn't seem like anything else has happened during the night. No more corpses. There are no more corpses. Here is still here is sitting with with a lot of very sharp arrows in her quiver, and so that's the condition of things around the time that she wakes you up and says it's nearly time to move on let's get ready
1: okay i'm going to sharpen my (laughs) nunchucks
4: i mean is that wise good morning everybody how did we all sleep
3: yeah all right
2: Uh, hey percy
4: really well (laughs) like the dead
2: like no dogs came back the body didn't come back it was just a perfect night's sleep after our watch it was amazing
4: oh well that's reassuring
2: where is breakfast? We haven't had a breakfast for a long time. Sausages.
1: We didn't pack the rice krispies.
0: Yeah, so so I guess I guess the hawks get to make breakfast over the like stir up the remains of the fire and make breakfast. Heck yes, you don't need a fire for rice krispies. Uh, we don't need to go into the details of breakfast. Oh no! But...
3: I mean, we're basically cowboys right now, so yeah, I assume we yeah. have refried beans and yeah. I'm stuff. gonna have
2: a cup of coffee and a cigarette for my breakfast.
0: And so, uh, yeah, you you get some breakfast on the go, and it smells pretty good. After a moment, there's like a kind of sound, and Huin gallops out of nowhere and comes to a halt on his horse and swings off, and he says, They're scattered all through, all back on our path for some distance. I I think the man is following them closely, though. He runs with a relentless power. He'll be. What? he'll be with us fairly soon if we uh don't move fast
4: what's he talking about
0: ah oh, Percy good morning
4: uh, Tristan what, what's he talking about
3: uh uh that death's just following us yeah it, it. it's what? just death
2: he oh. came left his calling card of a dead body there uh, you know uh, you usual your stuff use your Hawk stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: are there any eggs Percy oh um <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we've got some eggs around here somewhere. Yes, of course. <laughs> how, how do you take them? Um, poached, por favor. Allow me. <laughs>
1: We're in a desert.
0: <laughs> You're Using your precious water supply for poaching eggs. Poached is the most inefficient
1: <laughs> egg cooking method in a desert. But it it's
2: the most healthy with a little bit of a rock salt from the desert. put on top. <laughs> Perfection.
4: Root not rock salt, it's just rock. It it depends whether whether you like to take your eggs with a glass of hot salty water.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I may as well, yes. So yeah, apparently breakfast is delicious, but... (laughs) Huzzah! (laughs) Can we roll for breakfast, just
1: to
2: see if it's delicious or
0: not? Uh, No, that's for lunch. I think we've established how you roll for breakfast. So... (laughs) Egg roll. Double roll pun words on Gwyn and Ben. Hoon <laughs> <laughs> says, We are not going fast enough to elude this hunting pack.
4: How do you think we could go faster?
0: I do not wish to draw them into the lands where our people travel, where they could cause havoc with our livestock, with our children and our families. We need to find a way to stop them or turn them back. That's fair. Mm-hmm. What do you have in mind? <laughs> He says, "I have not confronted this threat, but you clearly have. How did you deal with them last time? You turned them around. You said you uh fairly kicked their asses. Well, so I'm sure you have some strong strategies." Huh? Tristan's gonna stand up and start to unbutton his shirt. Let me tell you the
2: first thing about fighting death. do I'm just getting naked. That that was the joke.
1: God damn it!
0: <laughs>
1: naked bell. Yeah. So unpress the naked bell. <laughs>
0: that
1: <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a naked bell it was a dong.
2: <laughs> i was hoping someone would interrupt but now i'm just standing with my top off going no I, I basically i took my clothes off i'm gonna level with you i don't know if it helped or not but uh, i was invisible so
4: yeah the, the naked thing wasn't specific to death he does that a lot <laughs> and
2: we won again so i'm
4: starting to think maybe it's a uh, it's helpful Mm. Naked at the face of death Like some kind of superstition I
2: mean, I I did fight the dogs off in the uh, birthday suit, didn't I? I mean, have you ever won a
4: fight whilst you weren't
2: naked? No, I'm always off naked, I'm doing some old-timey boxing moves (laughs) Was he naked at the wall with you?
4: Yeah, I I don't remember you being naked at the wall Mm. I think we won that
2: there was a night, I think, when I saw the light, the white woman, the white walker, the lady of the white Knight, the, the,
4: <laughs> Oh, the white lady. The gloomy
2: white lady. Who says, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Old whitey white. <laughs> Old whiter than white when I saw her. Yeah,
4: when you saw her, what? You got your wang and out. I think I was naked.
2: I was just, you know, I was getting ready for a big fight. Coon says, are you sure it wasn't your reflection? I mean, I know. I don't think the um, air above a battlement is that reflective. I think (laughs) you're thinking of glass or steel or... I
4: have heard that theory about the white (gasps) woman, but frankly, I think it's mumbo-jumbo. But
2: with so many names, could it really be (laughs) mumbo-jumbo? Think of the plethora of detailed naming she's received.
0: Hmm.
3: Yeah, so anyway, Coon, is it? Yeah, we don't know. Coon, yes. Yeah, it's your land. Do you know of a way we could maybe trap him?
1: We could chuck a steak in the other direction and I hope the dogs follow that and then Scarpa.
3: Yeah, we could... Oh, chain of sausages. I've read the Beano. Yeah, but no, Enigma, we need these sausages. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: No more breakfast scenes if we don't have
0: sausages.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It says, that would certainly send him off with a
0: banger. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See you, Chipper, later. Well... These lands are level, we're moving towards the hills, but I don't know of anywhere that we could seal him in. What I can
3: say. No, seal was the brother.
4: Mm.
0: Well, I have never seen a seal. So that one's lost on me. They basically look like
3: dogs. Ah, oh, good. Yes, no. Like dogs, but if their limbs fell off and they hadn't noticed.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: and if they lived in the water.
1: If they were shinier. If
4: they didn't really have tails. Shinier dogs. And they, yeah, they were shiny and covered in blubber too. <laughs> Last time you were doing this comparison with horses, so uh, I like that it's continuing. I mean, effectively everything looks like a seal if you look at it in the right light. He thinks on that for a moment.
0: Yep
1: including a kiss from a rose.
4: <laughs> While he's pondering that,
0: Keir says, what we do know is that the pack obeys the master of the hunt. If you can stop the master, you may be able to stop the pack.
3: Well, I mean, that's fine, but we need to get to him past the pack. Look, Percy killed his brother. I'm sure Percy could probably kill... Like, last time also, we fought him. We didn't have Enigma, and she's basically the killer.
1: Yeah, so... as long as they've got a throat, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Did he have a throat,
0: Ben? He did have a throat, yes. Right. I mean, it was behind a beard.
3: So we don't actually know.
0: You don't know for certain, but you did put uh, black magic around it as well, so it was something throaty.
4: I feel like there's a conversation that I've had multiple times before about the difference between the southern hunter, the bad hunter, and some other sort of hunter, and which one this is... Yes. ...that might be about to happen, but I don't really remember. <laughs> hmm... Here it says, the
0: Hunter of the Southern Ice is a position that belongs to the Slidlar, the people who live along the boundary of the ice. Mm. And that person commands their pack, and the position of the Hunter is one of great esteem and awarded to the best Hunter of their people at that time. And that's distinct from the Bad Hunter. Yes, the Bad Hunter is just a fairy tale figure.
1: Yeah, or the birds or something.
0: Just something out of stories. The idea that there's some long-ago hunter, just a monster, really a monster. It sounds unlikely. And did did he have a lot of teeth? He has a name to do with teeth, yes. Is
3: it the Cloud of Teeth?
0: I have heard that name. I do not know if that is also the Bad Hunter. But the Cloud of Teeth is a name to do with hunting, perhaps.
4: Perhaps. That's probably not important. Um, So this guy with some some dogs, you think we should send him on his way, is it? I think you should find a way to stop him.
1: We should certainly hound him. (laughs)
3: don't edit that gap out whoever edits this one just leave that in it
0: we will assist as we can but
3: this is your fight I believe did you teleport to where he was yesterday she said
0: no but my brother did Coon will have
3: oh sorry I thought I was talking you all it's similar jowls (laughs) but I'll turn to Coon jowls so you you teleported and found where he was yeah He's still, so this dog goes in water? <laughs> oh yes, what, sorry. How did you find him? And when you found him, did he see you?
0: He probably saw me, he has hounds with him. If, if he has any sort of strong link to them, they would probably have smelt us half a mile away. I could see him, he was just running though. He didn't seem to pay any attention. I passed quite briefly. Okay. Well, he didn't have a sled or anything? He's just running? He does not run like a man running.
2: Well, I mean, that's still not very intimidating, is it? He's just running. What does he run like? Does he more jump or prance or something? Oh, does he run like hind, his arms first, then his legs following, like a dog?
1: No, he just kind of flails his arms as he runs. Does he run on his hands? Does he roll?
0: What's he wearing? He says he runs with an unvarying, relentless pace, as though he could not tire.
3: But is he wearing like shorts or is he wearing armour?
1: He's wearing, like, a Big Ben costume.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a very timely joke. Timely joke. That will be completely forgotten by the time this goes live. Okay, when this
1: goes out, we need a link to that little YouTube clip.
0: (laughs) He says he was wearing some kind of coat. He looked ridiculously hot for the weather. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm right,
4: you know. It's, it's okay, Tristan, <laughs> It's just I'm famous as well and I try and look good, so... I, it isn't, I, I don't think it's meant as a slight. Well, it feels like it. <laughs> People let these things slip out. Ugh, insulting.
2: <laughs> Tristan always lets things slip out.
4: It's not really
3: a slip at that stage, is it? It's a deliberate <laughs> demonstration, I like to think. It's a way of life. Yeah. If you, like, like, when we faced him last time, we were... Naked. It was a trap. We were in a house... Uh, filled with ice energy you know we're in the wilderness now in your land if you can show us where he is we've got full strength because enigma's here i'm pretty sure these
4: three can kill him good good could you lay a trap for him
3: yes
2: that
4: is all yeah (laughs) um i suppose i mean it's he knows we're here and he's specifically chasing us i'm not sure it would be a trap with it
3: i'm gonna start digging a hole (laughs) No, no no you don't need to dig a hole i've got a better idea Right, Bambury's going to get out the invisible cloak that he stole from that party. Yep. And he's going to wrap everything up to his neck in it. So that his head's just floating around. Nice. <laughs> oh my word,
4: what's happening?
3: Woo! I'm the ghost of Bambury Lutz. I don't really know how this works. So I just wanted to do that.
1: oh but then he could be a headless horseman as well oh I could be a headless horseman so somebody needs to get on a horse and put their coat jacket really high (laughs) and then like Tristan's wearing the the silk suit but like with his arm underneath them
3: and I'll hold onto his shoulders with my head just like two foot above just wobbling around this is perfect this is exactly what we need
0: Coon says this sounds like a classic prank how does it achieve our goals Bambui why are you invisible? what? why are you invisible? Oh, it's you know, just one of them days.
3: Robe? Told you, invisible assassins behind the curtains. Yeah, invisible assassins. You never listen when we talk. I know. You just I... like smile and nod. What would you say? He was
1: dealing with a cracker situation.
3: Oh, no, in fairness, you did deal very well with that cracker situation. Well, there, thank you. And I appreciate that. You're welcome. But yeah, while while you dealt with the cracker situation, I dealt with some assassin and this was their robe. Mm. So Okay. Uh, yeah, so the robe isn't
0: quite the Harry Potter invisible. It's like... It's see-through, but it there's a slight blurring in the air when he moves. It's more like Predator Invisible. So, yeah, it's kind of... It is very much the Predator Invisible. It, it's like high-tech camouflage.
3: But that's fine. It's super cool. It is 100% cool. Like, if I'm holding on to Tristan's back and he's riding around on a the horse, they're not going to tell. It'll It'll look fine. So, yeah.
2: What's part two? Right, but the Headless Horseman... Is men and not have a head. Hang on, wait. <laughs> he has a head next to him. <laughs>
4: this feels like we're, we're less trying to plan a trap for the hunter and more like we're trying to choreograph costume drama.
1: I don't understand part two of this plan. <laughs> no,
3: no, no. There's more to this plan. I'm going to make you or Enigma invisible. And whilst they're distracted by the, the headed horseman, the, the invisible one will sneak up. Exactly. The horseman, basically.
1: They always have their head under their arm. That's
4: how it works. I'm not being headlocked. Yeah, but usually they don't also have a head. Do they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a guy carrying a head, really.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, he puts his collar up really high like that. No, no, this is fine. I can ride the broom whilst invisible next to Tristan, who can have me in a headlock whilst I'm wearing the robe. <laughs> he can just have his coat done up over his head. I can give him directions. <laughs> Enigma can still be invisible while they're distracted by me. It's not... Enigma will run up.
4: It's a distraction, though. You, you, it'll just be Tristan riding a horse with something under his arm that happens to be a head. I mean, we could put literally anything under his arm, couldn't we? <laughs> but it'd be cooler if it's a head. I suppose it'd be cool, but I mean, it would be equally as bizarre if it were—I don't know—cheese, were melon, melon.
2: First like we're trying to trick him for a couple of minutes before he realises what we've done, and then we all go,
4: "Ah, but we got you, didn't we?" We really overthought this. I hope you did too.
3: But imagine as we're standing over his corpse or his dying breaths. Have we killed him with surprise? Because, <laughs> no,
4: Enigma, who's invisible?
3: And
1: The middle bit of the plan is just a series of question
3: box.
4: <laughs> yeah, then would come the big reveal. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. Tristan could just open the top button of his jacket and then the top of his forehead will be visible and he'd be like, you didn't expect that, did you, death? And he's like, oh my God. Yeah. And then he'll just die.
2: What the... <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I feel like he's, if anything, this is really going to play into his hands. If we think we're tricking
3: him, he's just like, oh, stab. It might need workshopping a little bit, but it's the only idea we've got
4: to the table right now.
1: I think, uh yeah. Hmm.
4: I agree. It needs workshopping. Let's start with icebreakers. So... uh everybody <laughs> turn to the person to your left and tell them something they didn't know about you and we'll introduce that to the group
1: We can't do icebreakers we're in the desert right.
3: I mean I'm gonna I like the whole idea. <laughs> Let's just big dig a big hole. How about we go with Justin's idea from earlier-huh which is a sky funeral. We've already got rid of the corpse No 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 I'll summon the fly monkeys again what and drop rocks on
4: him he's not gonna fall for that no drop you three on him. That's not really a sky funeral, is it? That's just people dropping out of the sky. Depends how high you start, the Coon. That's slightly opposite of a sky funeral. That's more of a sky surprise. <laughs> to
2: be honest, it's more dickhead rain.
4: <laughs>
2: I mean, what's going to be harder? Seeing us laying on the floor hidden or seeing us magically floating in the air from two or three miles away? <laughs> And then dropping like loads of feet missing, hitting the floor and being like, we'll kill you. Yeah, we'll have to practice. So as he keeps running towards us, he's going to see us repeatedly dropping out of the sky into a battle position.
4: <laughs>
3: hands up if you contributed an idea. Banbury puts both his hands up. No one else puts their hands up.
4: Mm, um, yeah, he has contributed too by the look of it. Hold on. Mm. My
3: hand's going to go up. I said dig a hole in fairness. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We have three ideas.
4: Do we put it to a vote, or has anyone else got something they want to bring? Uh, we, we could just fight them, I suppose. But, it, <laughs> I mean, it, it's not particularly advanced, but I just wanted to be able to say something so I could put my hand up as well and not feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> Enigma?
1: I had the plan with sausages.
4: No, we... uh, she did have the plan with sausages, actually. In fairness, that that is dead laugh. To
1: be honest, that idea is the best idea.
4: No, we're not losing our sausages. We can
1: get more sausage in Malahim.
4: It's certainly not a worse idea than the others.
1: I bet they have really good sausages in Malahim. In fact, I bet Rob Sausage got there first.
3: Oh, Robbie's sausage. The ogres eat people. They tried to eat you. We're not eating people sausages.
2: People sausages.
3: Bambri, can you write back and ask how Rob Sausage is doing? Um, The only people that I can... The only person I can write to is Saffron. <laughs> what do you mean? How is Saffron? Like she's the other person with we didn't give Rob sausage. No, but she could ask about. She's royalty
4: by royal decree. We want to find out how Rob sausage is doing. Have you heard anything from Saffron, by the way? We haven't spoken about that. Uh, yeah, she said a bunch of stuff. Like what? Oh, you want me to look it up
3: do you? Anything useful? No, just just summarise it. Anything sausage related? I'm I'm interested in
1: you guys just been flirting?
3: No. <laughs> definitely not. You sound disappointed. No, she's just not my type.
1: Did you draw a dick on the scroll? Oh,
3: uh, are we going to have to have the
4: talk? No, she never sent me kitten pictures. Well, that's... i definitely said kittens. Literally all Bambury wants in a relationship.
0: Keir says, So what do you know of this hunter? What was his strength before? Kuhn, can I interrupt that quickly to ask how many dogs did you see with this dude? Kuhn says, it they were moving, it was hard to tell. There's no no more than 20, perhaps. Fucking oh, now. They were big, though, really big. Huh, massive. Yeah. there's a lot of dogs. 20
2: massive dogs. Percy, I, think you're, I don't think he's going to fall for the fight me one-on-one if you're brave enough trick.
4: Yeah, I probably wasn't going to do that, to be honest. No...
2: Maybe you you fight one on one when you're in position, push him down my hole. Not Whoa! <laughs>
4: um, what, what a dog skid of. Yeah.
2: What I mean is obviously push him down the hole which I have previously dug.
3: <laughs> Just feed him into it.
1: Squish him right in there. It's like the Sarlax.
2: <laughs> I don't
3: even get the joke you foul
2: <laughs> foul giggling fellows <laughs> oh, that's horrific
1: Snout wrong
4: with it
2: <laughs> so, well, so what you're going to dig a hole and yeah you push him
4: in it seems like it seems like you might see through that band. I'm like yeah come here and say that
3: ha. I'm trying to read a reaching scroll but I can't <laughs>
0: Kid's question was, what do you know about this hunter from when you confronted him before? Is he strong or weak in what way?
4: (laughs) What don't we know?
1: We've been asked this enough times that we're missing something obvious,
2: aren't we? Yeah, this is Ben reminding us.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He, He did seem relatively powerful last time. Oh, he had dogs as well.
2: He
1: disappeared through the floor at some point when I stabbed him in the head.
2: He had an ice spear
3: and he couldn't see me when I was naked. But all of that was set up. Like, he. That was a trap, so he had the time to prepare and, like, layer in ice magic. I couldn't feel any fire
4: there. He was defeated previously um, in some part or another by calling upon the powers of a coney to banish whatever it was that was possessing him from the host that we were attacking. And that seemed to have some effect. So his spirit is... He carries another spirit. I guessed at that at the time, and it seemed to have some effect. Um, Now, we have obviously, uh, having faced a particularly powerful foe, utterly failed to follow that up. Um, So we have no idea whether that was going on or whether it was just a fluke. But certainly, that seemed to, to work to some extent. So I suppose we could surmise that, yes, he is playing host to to some greater power. She nods. And that would fit with, I suppose, the, the tales and the legends that, that we have heard along the way. She nods. Um, if it is an inherited position, then then yes, it would make sense that that might occur.
0: Mm. She says, you have people of great and uncanny power with you. Do you have any ways to learn more? Would you like to know more? Can you find
4: a weakness? Bambury, um, are you your, our go-to guy for... Finding out about stuff.
3: I could possibly try and scry on him, um, but that won't help. That'll just see him doing Running Man through a desert.
4: You talked about Saffron. Are you able to contact her quickly and try to find out some background information on the Southern Hunter?
3: I mean, I could do, but she's left the uh, she's left the Citadel she was in and all the books.
4: She's left the group chat.
3: Why has she done that? Um, it's going quite badly, actually. I probably should have mentioned this. Um... What's
4: going badly? What are you talking
3: to her? The war. Nah, nah, that's going fine. Wait. Like, so it turns out we've been really dumb. So we were writing with ink on the paper. But if you write in pencil, you can just rub it out and then it rubs out on the other side for the other person. So we've had quite a long chat. Okay. Once we figured out you just need to use a pencil.
4: Hmm. Hmm. Which I feel like we should have figured out right at the start. That seems like the, the kind of thing that we should, you know, share with people when we get back.
3: Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, no, the wall's going really badly. Uh, Enigma, your ma... The queen is fine. As is your all... As is the eldest daughter of the queen. And the youngest daughter of the queen. The middle daughter of the queen, no one knows where she is. Yeah? I don't
4: think she can hear you.
3: Enigma? Yep.
4: Yep. Brilliant. What? Perfect. So when you say the wall's going badly, how, how badly do you mean?
3: Uh, well, Falmouth is under siege. What? Well, that's not great. Also, the people that uh, were fighting previously were like southern ice peasants, and now they're more skilled, and also there's giant beasts of war made out of ice, so presumably that stuff that you were fighting at the wall is laying siege to Falmouth. I mean... I mean, that would
4: have been really useful to tell us. I suppose. Yeah.
3: How long's that been going on? Well, I, don't, I don't know. I got this probably uh, a day or two ago, I'd guess. Okay. All right. Mm. So that is timely. But, as I've said for a while, we probably want to get home or do something. Like, we need to get a Malahim soon and then and then get on it with the whole wall. Yes, we, we really do. We could do. just
1: skip Malahim. Mm.
3: Yeah, we could. We could skip Malahim. I feel like we've come quite a long way. We've got close. If we were going to take that option. We could give it a little thing now. Yeah, we, we gave it a go.
4: No, we're not going to skip him. I mean, we are, as Banbury has occasionally reminded us, we are four people, but the purpose that we're serving here seems to be something a little bit higher um, and a little bit more, and I feel that we need to continue this quest. When I have had occasion to call upon a coney to show us our direction, then it has not been back home west quite yet, and so I feel that this probably is the correct course for us, even if it leads us back there in the end but it does focus minds a little. Maybe we just need to get rid of this chump and power onto him.
3: Well, that's actually quite a useful thing that you say because like, realistically, she was after her sword for ages mm. because it has some of her power in it. That guy is definitely powered by ice magic. Like, We, we can tell that. So if we kill him, maybe that'll dissipate all the magic that they've invested in him.
2: Wasn't yep. um, Enigma's sister trying to investigate The sword's link to her. I haven't got a sister. No, obviously not. Uh,
4: Yeah, she couldn't find anything on that, uh, as far as I could tell. So we still don't know whether we should destroy it or use it. Back some time ago, before you smashed the mirror, we would have asked you to ask the mirror on this. Is there anything else that you've got in your pocket? I can scry on
3: individuals, or or possibly even gods, like that time I did, um, with... I cannot remember even the name of the bad guy god.
0: And before
3: Forex. Was... No, that's the Fae. Ullumbriar? Ullumbriar. Oh,
0: Ullumbriar, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> nice try, Ben. <laughs> you know it all. <laughs> no, I, don't know, I don't know this.
3: Yeah, so I scryed on Ullumbriar that one time. Um, I could scry on him, but I'm just going to see him running. I don't think I can get
4: any information. Okay, let's do this and get to Malahim. Scry on the Southern Hunter that is chasing us. See if you can get anything. Um, what I can do to try and make an exorcism go a little bit better is try to set up the right. If I prepare an area um, somewhere suitable uh, within the next mile or so, or even just here, if if there's nowhere else even better, um, then we can attempt to lure lure him into somewhere where we can fight. I can complete the exorcism um, and see if we can do that to some greater extent than we managed before. I mean, you're the bait.
3: He wants to kill you specifically... I mean, he wants to kill all of us, but you killed his brother, so he's going to come for you anyway, so...
4: Yeah, which is why that's going to work quite well. Yeah, that's fine. But if you can provide any more information to assist with that, then that would certainly make the whole process of attempting uh, an exorcism a little bit easier. Ben? Yes?
3: Are there any small birds that live in this plains? There
0: are small birds, yes. There's quite a few of them. They're kind of like little flocks go skittering through the brush.
3: Okay, so we've established previously that witches can speak to certain animals that are naturally inclined to that kind of thing. Yeah. Are there... if I, if Banbury has a little walk around, can he find anything that, in pigeon common... Very good. Nice. ...he can speak to a little bit?
0: Yes, though, any of these birds you'll be able to get a message
3: to for certain. Okay, so I'll start off by asking some birds. I'll describe what we're looking for and say that there's a hunter chasing us and could they, very kindly, if we give them some seeds, uh, just let us know how far away he is and which direction he's in.
0: I hope they succeed. Yes, so this little flock of birds goes whirling up into the air and then kind scatters quite high and after a few minutes, one of them comes back and it says, noble friend, there is dust to the south.
3: Others, watch it now. More details soon. Okay, thank you very much. And it flutters off. Uh, Tristan, the seeds? Yep. Pay the, pay this good bird the seeds? Yep. And then Banbury's just going to back away, not having any seeds.
2: I'll just pull some seeds out of my pocket and offer them
0: to the birds. Ah. <laughs> it like, flutters to your hand, like takes a few pecks of seeds and scatters off. Oh, he's just like Snow White. Put the seeds back in my pocket <laughs> and
2: give Bambri a look of, you owe me. <laughs> Slow <laughs> nod. Nice.
0: A moment later, another bird flutters down to you, Bambri. Those weren't
2: seeds. I don't know what that guy gave him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm tripping right here. Oh, I'm going to sleep. Oh, he's puking everywhere back there.
0: What are you playing at? <laughs> another bird... Uh, flutters down and says, Honored ally, they are little more than half an hour's flight from here. Right.
1: But what kind of bird is it and how fast do they go? <laughs> and laden and unladen, etc. Uh,
0: this is uh, some kind of small, maybe a bunting. Is that kind of thing, you know. But fairly fast flying.
1: Compared to walking, though? So
0: uh, they cover the ground much faster than walking, much faster than walking.
1: So we're looking at, if it's a half an hour flight for a bunting,
0: <laughs> maybe, like... You're very good at assessing relative speeds of things, in Enigma. It's how you grab <laughs> arrows out of the air and all that kind of stuff. I do, I do. You reckon that's probably a couple of hours of prep before they get to there? Wait, how's that?
1: Because if it takes a bird half an hour to get there, and we go slower than the bird... Surely they must be closer than half an hour away. No,
0: no, that's not how that works.
1: (laughs) I don't understand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is the difference between character knowledge and alley knowledge. (laughs) So if they're slower than the bird, it'll take a bird a lot less time to get there than it will take them. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to take them longer because they're not birds.
1: Oh, we're not walking to
0: those guys. If you're waiting for them to come to you, right. then you have a couple of
3: hours, probably.
1: Okay. So hawks go slower than buntings.
3: <laughs> In this case... Uh, right, Percy. Mm. Uh, me and Enigma have discussed it, and we reckon we've got a couple of hours. Also, I don't have any drugs on me, so I can't scry right now. But I did chat to some birds. Why do, why, hey,
4: why do you... Why drugs to scry?
3: Because you need to get into uh, the right frame
4: of mind. That's a component of the spell. When you've been scrying, have you just been taking drugs and then giving us bullshit? That's literally what scrying is. Uh, okay. I mean, you'd you, you know, I suppose.
0: Here, listened into this conversation. She says, "I might be able to help."
4: You got mushrooms?
0: No, there's a kind of cactus that grows in these parts
3: oh nice (laughs) i get to try new and interesting drugs well today's gonna be fun (laughs) i'm gonna help what bambri i want to help divinate i feel like if we're about to go into a fight that's okay me being stoned is fine you being stoned you could help maybe kill Sorry. I'm a rock star. I'm
2: stoned half the time anyway.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, if you can get us some of that cactus, that sounds lovely.
0: Kia shows you this, like, low succulent plant, and she shows you how you can cut the top, and there's a piss inside. What we need is grapefruit. You pound this into water, just a little bit, and then you must be careful how you drink it.
4: It's very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean be careful how you drink it? <laughs> drink it with your mouth like you drink everything. <laughs> we
1: were halfway to him. and the cactus was kicking in. This is orc country.
4: Why is it that everything that we have to do involves being high in some way? Yeah.
2: I wanted to just grab one, look at Babu, be like... <laughs> pussy and just bite through one (laughs) spines and all (laughs) kids these days (sighs) (laughs) it does have spikes on the outside that's fine I'm Tristan T. Wild the T stands for spikes don't hurt my mouth (laughs) Tristan give me a defy danger on constitution that's fine I can survive a burning building I can survive a few
4: cactus prongs in the mouth (sighs) honestly if we've come all this way and die because you've Swallowed a cactus hole. Jeez. <laughs> you never eat
2: the cactus hole. Leave the cactus hole till the end.
0: <laughs> he's, he's okay. He's not terrible. But he's got a nasty nice scratch and there's no such thing as antibiotics. Okay, an intermediate success. You stumble, hesitate or flinch.
4: I flinch. <laughs> <laughs> that seems reasonable. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think Tristan goes to take this massive bite. And then realizes just how spiky it is. Yeah. And he's just like, bleh, bleh, and he just spends a lot of time
2: spitting it out. I'm trying to bite around it, but then it just keeps pricking my lips, and I'm like, oh. <laughs>
4: and my lips are now numb because of the anesthetic properties. <laughs> yeah. It's not very good, guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm staring at him like, no, you've committed, you're eating that. Okay. I'm just. <laughs> it's like when you eat an onion, my eyes are streaming.
2: My mouth is going very numb now. Why do you eat onions? Yeah, well, yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes why? Is this like that time (laughs) with the apple you filled full of like... Thank you, yes. It was
3: marmalade.
0: Marmalade apple. So, Bambri, you're knocking back this uh, psychedelic
3: for scrying purposes? Uh, Yep, I will try some new drugs. Uh, First, Bambri's going to draw... Um, some arcane runes on the floor, yeah. most of which are legitimate, but one of them is just a Lob. Um, someone flipping the bird. Then he's going to sit in the middle of it. He's going to get out his little cauldron. <laughs> <He's> gonna... <laughs> Rude. We know what his little cauldron means. He's going to get his little mushroom. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going to try scrying death. Okay, great.
0: Let's make this... The same role as mirror, mirror, because that was a scry move anyways.
3: Okay, and because I smashed my mirror. Yeah. So.
0: An intermediate success. All right, so I think I know what this looks like. So you're seeking to learn more
3: of death, right? Uh, Specifically the man, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, obviously. So you, you sip this stuff and nothing happens at all. And then another of the bird flutters down to you. And it just says, and then it flutters away backwards. Mm. And then it flutters down and flutters away backwards. And then everything breaks up into fragments and falls back together. And you feel yourself lifting out of your body. And the sky is weirdly reversed colour, like sky and ground are reversed colours, like you're looking at a photographic negative and you find yourself lifting up from your body and gliding over this space. And you can see the right direction. It's a fair distance, but you can glide very fast. Once you see where you want to go, it's like it it shifts. And you can, as you get closer, you can see the shapes of these hounds running. And they look like dogs, but there's something strange about them. You can see their shapes seem slightly fluid and they leave long trails where they've been running. And it's hard to know whether that's your senses or something about them. Beyond them, you can see this running figure and they're outlined in white. In fact, they're almost a figure of blue white
3: crystal. Is it surrounding his entirety or does it look like there's like a gem on him that it's radiating out of and anything like that?
0: No, it's surrounding his entirety.
3: Okay.
0: And it looks bulkier than him. Like, you can almost see him running like a shadow. But what you're seeing in front is this pale, crystalline, blue-white creature. And it has great, like, needle-crystal hands. And it has three crystalline horns from its head. And its eyes glow with a blue white fire that seems to trail behind it, and it's running steadily forward. And sort of within this shape you can see the shadow of death that as you saw him.
3: Trying to think, is any of that something I could go back to Percy and think is useful? Um
0: So I guess what I will say is if you remember your friend Camwill Termill, who I believe you referred to as Trevor. Mm-hmm. Ooh. If Trevor had been made of ice yeah. he would have looked not unlike this
3: Right, yeah So he's surrounded by an uh, ice elemental creature I suppose that's useful It means the exorcism will probably knock that off him and therefore Percy can just beat the actual physical man to death So yeah uh, Bambury is going to raise both hands up Two ideas, Bambury Flip the bird with both <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. This is Ghost Bambury over in the over flying around. Oh sorry. Uh, real life Bambury probably just slumped on the ground, um, having a little shake. I'm gonna kick him. And <laughs> um, with that kick to the gut, Bambury's ethereal spirit is sucked backwards uh, all the way into him. I assume.
0: Bambury goes roaring back into his body, and then through his body into the ground, and then back into his body. And then into my foot. <laughs> 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 yes, you're now possessed by Bambry. Man, <laughs> You've now done a body swap with Banbury nice. If he got a six minus, that would have been perfect <laughs> Freaky Friday, season four <laughs> That is going to be a hell of a show So Bambury is back in his
3: body He's just going to look up at Tristan Trevor! <gasps> and then he's going to fall unconscious
2: No, Bambury, Why? As I drop to my knees Screaming at the heavens.
3: No, Gwyn,
1: you can't... <laughs> no, ding-in.
3: There we go. I've whisked it for a biscuit.
0: That's better. Check you're not maxing out. You, you're pretty quiet anyway, Gwyn. Like, your natural way of talking is not as uh, hectic. Yeah, as yeah. Some of us... I'm softly spoken. Yeah, mag. In fact, literally all of us yeah. are much more ebullient on
3: the mic than Gwyn.
0: Ebullient?
3: So, that's my word, and I'm sticking to You are to like... A walking thesaurus. What the hell does a mean?
1: Talk a lot and effusive.
3: Well, effusive, yeah, but
0: also boisterous.
3: I think Gwyn has boister. I think he's got plenty of boister. He
0: has oysters.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I was thinking of oysters. Ali is right. I did eat an
4: oyster once and made me very ill. I found it on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mistakes that we have made. Yeah. Riding Zerleg. What? We have. Do you do your intro? (laughs) Oh, I am Tristan T. Wilde. The Bard. You did remember you were
2: riding Zerleg, right? <laughs> no, I mean... And we all remember the horses we were riding. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Sorry, guys. I've really dropped the ball.
1: I can't even remember finding a dead body, let alone what horse I was riding.
2: Yeah. In the last six months, I have forgotten a lot about this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like how each episode is a surprise.
2: I play Bambri Lutez, the mage. I'm a spunky young kid brought up on the streets.
0: Later to form Ash. With Spunk. Riding the grey
4: gelding, we have. Gwenda, you're interested. (laughs) I'm excited to find out who's riding what horse. (laughs) (laughs) So, is it Den Lugin? Yep. Den (laughs) Lugin.
3: I actually knew that was me because I knew I was riding a Ginnet.
4: I don't know what one is.
3: Small Spanish horse, in my understanding. Yeah. Uh, go Spanish then. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: I've forgotten the name of my horse already. When. Mavanwi.
3: It was Sedrinzum.
0: Sedrinzum. Sedrinzum. Sedrinzum.
1: Sedrinzum. Okay, got it.
0: Sedrinzum.
2: Hail, Sedrinzum. Well met. And what was my horse's name?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the horse is called Zerleg. Zerleg. Which I believe is a lot like. Uh, Steerleg. Third leg we established last time. Which is accurate.
2: Massive dong. Mm. Dong.
4: I remember that. It translates as wild. Nice. I can't remember what mine's called. I know Mag's is Moana. Yours is called uh, Denlugin. Benlugin. Lugin. <laughs> Den Denlugin. Denlugin. Okay. <laughs> Benlugin. Like me on a bobsleigh, basically.
1: Benlugin, Surgism, Third Leg, and Mavanwi. Moana. Moana. Moana.
2: That can go at the
3: end. I don't think it can,
0: Stuart. I don't think I'm it can. I'm not really sure too we far. want to sully our
2: brand. It's a picture of a man's <laughs> bottom. It's fine.
0: <laughs> it's not fine, Stuart.
2: No one's going to Google it. Yeah, because that's how the internet works.